Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Where Good Ideas Come From by Stephen Johnson, a captivating exploration of creativity and innovation. Johnson, a seasoned author with a flair for unpacking complex subjects, taps into the essence of human ingenuity. From the organic chemistry that sparked life to the bustling networks of our modern cities and the boundless realms of the digital universe. His book, a New York Times bestseller, is not just a historical account, but a guide to cultivating idea rich environments on both personal and organizational scales. Johnson's insights underscore the symbiotic relationship between environment and intellect, drawing from a treasure trove of anecdotes and scientific evidence. He nudges us to consider the settings that have kindled the most groundbreaking ideas of our time, making this book a must-read for anyone fascinated by the history of science, the evolution of life on Earth, and the vital sparks that have ignited human progress. Whether you're looking to stoke the fires of creativity within yourself, your team, or your organization, where good ideas come from, is an intellectual toolkit designed to help you unlock the potential that surrounds us all. Listeners seeking to understand the fertile grounds from which creativity blossoms and those in pursuit of harnessing innovation's power will find Johnson's book an invaluable resource. His previous bestsellers, such as Everything Bad is Good for You and The Ghost Map, have established him as a trusted voice in unpacking the complex interplay between science, technology, and culture. Join us as we discuss how Where Good Ideas Come From can widen the horizons of your imagination and spark a revolution in your thinking. Where Good Ideas Come From, The Natural History of Innovation Introduction, Unlocking the Adjacent Possible, How Innovation Mirrors Evolution Cast your mind back billions of years. The earth was a massive molecular kitchen where simple ingredients were slowly brewing into the complex recipe of life. It didn't happen overnight, not even over millennia. Like a cautious chef, nature stirred its pot one step at a time. From carbon atoms to molecules, molecules to cells, cells to simple organisms, with each step expanding the cookbook of life or what we can call the adjacent possible. It's this space that holds everything that can emerge, given what already exists. Now fast forward to the timeline of human innovation. It's not so different. The dazzling technology that shapes our lives today, like eBay or YouTube, didn't just pop into existence. No, they gradually emerged from a swirling mix of past creations. A computer here, an internet connection there, sprinkle in a browser and voila, eBay becomes possible. You see, wonders of both biology and technology occur within the snug boundaries of what's just around the corner, the adjacent possible. It's like standing at the edge of a room where each door leads to another room filled with new doors, but you can only open those directly in reach. Trying to leapfrog the adjacent possible? It's often a recipe for disappointment. Consider a world where YouTube burst onto the scene amidst slow dial-up connections. It would have been like trying to stage a Broadway show in a backyard before Broadway was even built. The timing matters. The audience and infrastructure must be primed and ready. 
This dance with the adjacent possible explains why we witness multiples in the grand theater of innovation. It's when multiple minds, unbeknownst to each other, arrive at the same breakthrough as if there's an idea in the air waiting to be plucked. Take the case of Oxygen's unveiling by Joseph Priestley and Carl Wilhelm Scheele. Their separate discoveries were not coincidental but orchestrated by an era ripe with the necessary prelude, the understanding of air's invisible, gaseous form. So remember, whether it's the first breaths of life on Earth or the next big idea, the next step isn't light years away but lurking just beside us, in the curious and potent adjacent possible. Part 1. From Whispers to Revelations The Simmering Journey of Groundbreaking Ideas Picture history's greatest breakthroughs, and you might imagine a light bulb flashing over a thinker's head. But peel back the curtain, and you'll find not a sudden spark, but a slow-burning ember. Slow hunches. That inch towards the light over years, needing nurture and patience to transform into flames of innovation. Consider Charles Darwin and his canonical work on natural selection. It's often believed that the concept struck him in a stroke of genius, a eureka nestled in the pages of Thomas Malthus. Yet, rifling through Darwin's old notes, we unearth traces of his theory sketched out long before that fateful moment. His understanding of evolution lingered, brewed, and steeped over time, only later solidifying into the transformative theory we now know. These slow hunches are shy creatures needing a gardener's touch. They sprout quietly within the mind, sometimes so faint they're almost missed. It took another slow hunch simmering across two decades to change the face of modern communication, the invention of the World Wide Web. Tim Berners-Lee, as a young mind, dove into a Victorian-era book brimming with visions of an intertwining information maze. Little did he know, the seeds for a global info-sharing revolution were planted. Later, amidst the circuitry of the Swiss CERN laboratory, these ideas quietly germinated as Berners-Lee toyed with a data storage system, his little side project. Year by year, the notion intertwined its roots with new technologies, until CERN sanctioned Berners-Lee to fully cultivate his vision. And so, through constant tending and gradual growth, his hunch unfurled into the sprawling digital jungle that is the World Wide Web. Stories like Darwin's and Berners-Lee's stand as a testament to ideas that don't thunder into existence but whisper, waiting to be heard. It's in these whispers that world-changing ideas are often hidden, gradually evolving into the loud, indisputable insights that define our world. Part 2. Innovation's Architecture building on platforms for creative leaps. Imagine an ecosystem as a bustling metropolis of life, and within this complex network, some inhabitants wield profound influence. They're not just residents, but architects that sculpt the environment that's it. These are the keystone species and ecosystem engineers. In nature's grand design, these engineers are master builders. Take an ambitious pack of wolves managing the cast of characters by controlling the sheep population, thus safeguarding the island's botanical theater from being stripped bare. On a larger stage, busy beavers enact their visions, transforming woodlands into aquatic stages for a myriad of other species. Then there's the coral, 
like underwater city planners, laying down the foundations of marine metropolises, teeming with aquatic life. This concept of pivotal shapers isn't confined to the natural world. The domain of human ingenuity is much the same. Here, platforms are the stages upon which countless innovations perform their debut. Think of the GPS. A tool born from the strategic needs of military minds becomes the guiding star for a universe of applications. Each innovation, a new act in the grand play, from tracking fleets to shaping the narratives of location-based games. These platforms, much like coral reefs, allow for layers upon layers of complexity, blossoming into new, diverse opportunities. The humble beginnings set by one platform lay the groundwork for another, and so on, akin to nature's relay race. The woodpecker carves out a nook only to hand the baton to a choir of songbirds. Let's draw the curtains on Twitter's grand scene, a digital stage built upon the scaffolds of the World Wide Web itself. Twitter emerged, chirping into the digital ecosystem, and now serves as fertile soil for a thousand more creations, each new app extending the horizon of the adjacent possible. So, as we marvel at the leaps of creativity that shape our world, remember they often spring from platforms, both natural and digitized, poised to launch innovations into the next realm of possibility. Part 3. The Tapestry of Progress. How networks weave the fabric of innovation, envision life's intricate web, with carbon atoms as its artisans, champions of connection, weaving the vast molecular complexity that gives rise to the living tableau around us. Just as carbon's knack for bonding lays the groundwork for life's diversity, so too do connections form the bedrock of human creativity. Long ago, the birth of villages, towns, and eventually cities marked a shift from isolated sparks of genius to a roaring bonfire of collective intellectual endeavor. No longer confined to the minds in which they flared, ideas began to flow, propagate, and evolve within these human networks. This was the moment when the social fabric became woven tightly enough that a single thread of thought could stretch across a civilization. Delving into the center stage of modern discovery, psychologists observed molecular biologists, not locked in solitary but huddled together, unpacking the mysteries of life. It was in these gatherings, not in the solitary glow of a microscope, that the seeds of scientific revolutions were often planted. Extending beyond the laboratory's walls, the same holds true for creative individuals with vast social networks who draw inspiration from various fields and backgrounds. This cross-pollination of ideas sparks the novel thinking that can lead to groundbreaking innovations. The city, with its dense networks and eclectic melting pot of minds, becomes a crucible for creativity, pulsing with the energy of shared thoughts and diverse experiences. This vibrant ecosystem is where ideas breed and thrive, far surpassing the creative output of smaller, less interconnected towns. Yet in today's digital age, the grandest of these networks transcends physical geography. The World Wide Web has emerged as the ultimate network, unparalleled in its capacity to connect, empower, and inspire. It has become the global metropolis of minds, where ideas collide, entangle, and flourish, birthing an era of innovation like never before. Part 4. 
advancing together how collaboration fuels the fire of innovation. There's a common tale that innovation is driven by the solitary inventor, racing to claim the spoils of their brilliance. The promise of rewards and the competition of the market spur on this narrative. Yet, the rush to patent, to own ideas, can act as a chokehold on the very progress it aims to encourage. These barriers stifle ideas, preventing them from mingling and evolving into something greater. Reflecting on six centuries of human genius, we observe a gravitational pull away from the lone inventor towards the constellations of collaborative networks, the capstone achievements of our times, the likes of the World Wide Web, Einstein's relativity, the beating pulse of pacemakers, even the life-saving grace of penicillin, have frequently fallen outside the arms of the market's rewards. Their creators seldom line their pockets from the fruits of their minds. Sure, the competitive fire of capitalism outperforms the rigid, top-down mandates of controlled economies. Yet is this race to the patent office truly the zenith of fostering innovation? Inventors' rights to reap from their fields of thought is one thing, but perhaps we should be asking a different question. How do we stoke the flames of innovation for all? Charles Darwin himself, in his seminal On the Origin of Species, weighed the delicate dance of interspecies cooperation as equal in awe to the competitive struggle for existence. It's within the open fields of knowledge, where ideas can converse and consort freely, that we find a kind of generative magic. While free markets have indeed accelerated innovation, the collaboration within open networks of knowledge is no less potent. It's the communal sharing, the coalescing of minds and insights that propels our collective journey forward, perhaps even more than the push and shove of competition ever could. Part 5. The Alchemy of Thought. How Fortuitous Mixtures Spark Innovation. In the dance of atoms, the tenacious bonding power of carbon is pivotal, yet life's genesis was also nudged by a second player, the ever-flowing and reshaping artist that is water. With its current stirring the pot of primordial ingredients, water was the crucible in which new atomic connections were forged and sustained, a vital partner in the intricate ballet of evolution. This dynamic balance, a blend of relentless movement and steadfast bonds, crafted the ideal conditions for life to emerge. The best recipes for creativity mirror this landscape. Networks of thought thrum best at the golden intersection of predictability and pandemonium, much like a vibrant river pulsing with life-giving chaos. In this environment, the serendipity of chance connections empowers ideas to flourish. The human mind itself is a fertile delta where dreams become the cradle of creativity tossing concepts together in a seemingly haphazard collage that only the subconscious can weave. It was within the surreal narrative of sleep that the German chemist Kekule envisioned the Ouroboros, the serpent eating its own tail, and woke to a new understanding of the molecular ring of benzene. The interplay between disorder and creativity is not just poetic. It's wired into our very brains. Within our skulls, thoughts ignite as neuronal fireworks, each new pattern a potential birthplace for a novel idea. Neural networks flit between cacophony and synchrony, a constant tug-of-war of incoherence and harmony. Astonishingly, 
It's during these tempests, these surges of cerebral anarchy, that the conditions seem ripest for sparks of genius to fly. Studies whisper an intriguing secret. Those whose minds revel in longer spells of untamed neural activity are often those from whom the brightest ideas emerge. It's within these tempests where intelligence and creativity find each other, waltzing to the tune of the cosmos in a never-ending search for the next transformative thought. Part 6. Creative sparks fly when ideas mingle in common spaces. Imagine, if you will, an arena where the intellects of the world gather, a melting pot of vision and verse, where the brushstrokes of artists blend with the quills of poets. Such was the scene in the Parisian cafes of the roaring 1920s, where physical proximity catalyzed a wave of modernist cultural innovation. It was the simple act of sharing a space that allowed for the chance encounters of disparate ideas, setting the stage for serendipitous creative collisions. On the scale of individual ingenuity, facilitating these fortuitous meetings of the mind can be as straightforward as juggling multiple ventures in parallel. Taking a page from the notebooks of polymaths like Benjamin Franklin and Charles Darwin, the art of slow multitasking, where one endeavor temporarily leads the chorus while others hum in the background, encourages the cross-pollination of concepts from diverse disciplinary fields. Philosopher John Locke, as early as 1652, was drawing the map to these treasure troves of thought. His carefully indexed commonplace book was not just a collection of passing fancies, but a crucible for ideas, simmering and destined to merge into novel constellations. Stepping into the realm of organizations, the secret ingredient to a bubbling cauldron of inspiration lies in crafting networks that surrender to the unchained propagation of intuitions, waiting to be spliced and alloyed openly. In our contemporary narrative, no network has amplified this symphony of intellectual exchange quite like the World Wide Web. An endless repository of connected knowledge, hyperlinked and ripe for discovery, the web invites ideas from across the spectrum to tangle, transform, and transcend their origins into something far greater than the sum of their hypertextual parts. Part 7 A Dash of Disarray The Crucial Role of Error in Sparking Brilliance in the grand mosaic of innovation and life, mistakes often provide the unexpected shards of color that transform the entire picture. Far from being solely agents of chaos, slip-ups are unsung heroes in the narrative of progress, both in the natural world and in the forge of human thought. Gaze into the dance of DNA, where replication usually follows a well-choreographed routine. But sometimes, a step goes awry resulting in mutations, nature's own typos. And while life's manuscript would be static without these hiccups, these genetic blunders are the very brushstrokes that painted the elephant's noble tusks and added flamboyance to the peacock. In the diverse cast of character traits, most mutations may crash the audition, but the few that shine under the spotlight drive evolution forward. Pivoting to the realm of ideas, consider the serendipitous path to penicillin. Alexander Fleming's famous oversight, a mold invasion into his bacterial cultures, birthed an inquiry that ultimately vanquished infections. It's the anomalies, 
the stubborn data points that refuse to fit the established model, which call into question the rigidity of scientific dogma. They are the grit in the oyster that gives rise to pearls of new understanding. Stepping from the laboratory to the psychological experiment, Charlene Nemeth revealed how introducing inaccuracies can be akin to opening windows in a stuffy room of thought. Presenting participants with colored slides, Nemeth's curveball were actors contesting the colors. The result? The anomalously guided group ventured beyond the obvious, their creativity awakened by the dissonance, showing that sometimes the keys to new kingdoms of thought are shaped by error. So embrace the untidy scribbles along the margins of precision. It's in the midst of these wonderful wrongs, the genetic missteps and intellectual stumbles, that innovation often finds its most fertile ground. Part 8. Repurposed Roots. How History's Inventions Find New Wings. In the realm of living things, attributes evolve with the intention of fulfilling one role, only to find themselves stars in a wholly different show. This act of evolutionary repurposing, known to biologists as exaptation, is evident when we consider the feathers of birds. What began as nature's thermostat, a mechanism to regulate temperature, soon reshaped the skies with the gift of flight. This reshuffling of roles isn't just a hallmark of biological evolution, but a cornerstone of human innovation. The World Wide Web, Tim Berners-Lee's open oasis for academics to share knowledge, morphed into a global marketplace, a platform for friends and family to connect, and also, predictably, a beacon for human desire. Johannes Gutenberg, meanwhile, eyed the time-worn wine press and envisioned a fusion with his metalwork mastery to press words instead of grapes, birthing the printing revolution. Across the globe, from the dusty streets of Nairobi, where car tires find new life as resilient sandals, to the literary bends of France, where Gustave Flaubert reinvigorated the coming-of-age narrative, old ideas and tools are recast into the molds of novelty. Innovation is a craft of transformation. Like the coral reef, whose very foundation is carved from the remains of its predecessors, urban landscapes too find renewal amongst their forgotten structures. Dilapidated buildings and overlooked neighborhoods become the fertile soil for vibrant subcultures to sprout. These pioneering communities, often cast aside by the sheen of commercial districts, marinate in a stew of unconventional ideas. With time, their inventive flavor is too tantalizing to remain hidden, eventually saturating the tapestry of mainstream culture. In the dance of progress, it's the art of repurposing the aged and the overlooked that leads to many of humanity's finest leaps into the future. Final Summary The essence of groundbreaking ideas and the pulse of life itself share a common heartbeat, collaboration and connectivity. Innovations unfurl not in the singular eureka moments of solitary minds, but as slow hunches that simmer within the cauldron of collective intellect. As with the evolution of species, it is the interweaving of thoughts, the accidental encounters in shared spaces, both physical and intellectual bakaik, that cultivate the hotbeds of progress. Our journey of discovery is one that meanders, twists, and branches out, nurtured by the fertile intersections of diverse ideas. In this intricate dance, the magic often happens in the pauses, the slow interlude between one thought and the next, where ideas gradually knit together, gathering strength and substance.
Ultimately, the narrative of innovation echoes the rhythms of evolution, a testament to the power of united entities forging ahead into the realms of the unknown, pressing beyond the boundaries of the adjacent possible into a future rich with the fruits of collective creation. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.